What's up, y'all, and welcome back to Something Challenge Related. What am I doing in the house with these people? It's time to just bring the Barbie Beast back. Killer Cam is out now. I'm ready. Before we dive in, I have to confess I did cave and buy Paramount Plus, and I'm watching some of the old seasons for the first time, and wow, what a throwback to like the early 2000s. I feel like every single season between like the year 2000 and like 2010 is just like a Britney Spears music video. Like I literally feel like I have time traveled back to a live U2 concert. <laughs> I have seen some of the oldies, but a lot of this I'm watching for the first time. Right now I'm watching The Island and I feel like I'm in the fucking Twilight Zone because these people are crazy. First of all, I did not realize Bananas was the most misogynistic person of all time. I'm not saying people can't change, but holy cow. Like. I've seen it manifest in some of his more recent seasons, but that was just a whole different ballgame with the island. Also, they really tossed around the R word back then like it was their job. I just got to the part where Evelyn took Johnny's key, and I literally screamed. I'm not gonna lie, I do know how the season ends, but I don't know anything outside of the four winners, so it has been kind of a trip following along. Ashley competing with a hurt foot? Iconic. Derek beating Johnny's ass in a pole wrestle? Groundbreaking. <laughs> So back to business, today I'll be breaking down everything that happened in the 15th episode of the challenge Double Agents, Never Say Never Again. Which, I don't think I understand this episode and title. Maybe there's a reference there that's kind of going over my head. But okay, I kind of have to expose myself again. I normally loosely script these episodes just to give myself some structure to follow, but last week was the first time I just kind of full-ass improv'd it. And if y'all listened last week, let me know what you think. I... <laughs> it was definitely a different episode. So this episode has a lot of juice, so the reminder for the rookies to the podcast, there will be spoilers ahead, and with that, let's dive right in. Our introduction section today is predominantly two storylines. Big T getting Rocky-style training from CT, now that they've been reunited, and Anissa and Corey pivoting and shifting more into a defensive stance to protect their skulls until the final. For that first plot, Kyle and CT are really trying to help Big T figure out who she wants to go against. Kyle is really advising against Cam and Casey, and it sounds like Big T would like to avoid Nani if possible since they're homies. Which is news to me! <laughs> And then Amber B is immune since she's the rogue agent, which only leaves one person, Anissa. Big T does recognize that anyone would be a tough contest, and that's one of the many, many things I love about her. She is not going to underestimate anyone, and she really wants to use this as an opportunity to push herself and compete. It's really interesting that Amber B is the rogue agent, because I'm curious to see if Big T would want to avoid her as well, given their friendship, or if she'd just try to pull the rookie card. I mean, it's late in the game, and so... I think that we're at a point where she could be like, Amber, I'm sorry, you're a rookie. I know we're friends, but I want to go against you. But I don't know, Big T has a lot of integrity, so I'm curious how that would have changed the whole voting process. So CT being really sweet through this training montage is nice, but I am hesitant. I feel like I'm someone in Big T's crew, and she's like going back with an ex, and I'm like, okay, like, I trust you, but if he wrongs you, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and I think a little part of CT is really authentically stoked to be paired with Big T again, just given the size of her heart. but. Wow, that was a lame thing to say. Now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm, I'm hearing it. 
Um, but I also think a part of him is doing damage control. I mean, I think he realizes that he was being such a douchebag last episode and is like, okay, when this airs, like, I got to course correct a little bit. So through this process of elimination, we're setting up for Anissa to potentially see elimination again, which, God, is just the tale as old as time. Poor Anissa. Y'all know my thoughts there. The last thing we see in this section is Fessy getting a little angry with CT for some reason. He's saying he's really had it easy, and like Josh was barely competition in his elimination. I don't know, he seems to have selective amnesia, because remember that time that you called out one of your best friends, quote unquote, in a hall brawl because he's half your size? I certainly do. <laughs> so with that, we skydive into our next challenge. I literally just watched Big T solely for everybody as TJ told us we had to do today, and I'm, just, I'm loving it. I'm, it's hilarious. Today's challenge is called Spydive. Each player needs to jump out of an airplane and skydive down to the ground. As they fall, they have to memorize a 3x3 grid of colors. Once everyone has landed, there's a foot race to the puzzle board. That TJ said is half a mile, but in the after show people said a mile. T. Then they have to recreate the grid they saw while falling. Kyla and Anissa get to pick the order, and they make Casey and Leroy go first, as kind of a retaliatory strike from the last challenge. They put themselves in that round as well, and then the other three pairs are going to be in the second heat. As a reminder, Amber B gets to sit this one out as the rogue agent, and she's immune. Then, <laughs> for the second heat, Kyle and Anissa have the audacity to put Big T first. The disrespect. I literally gasped when they announced it. I was, that was so funny. If I was Big T, I don't care about getting DQ'd. I'm swinging, and y'all better run, or be prepared to catch these hands. <laughs> so for the first heat, all four... Leroy, Casey, Anissa, and Kyle make the jump pretty seamlessly. Casey is stoked, but the rest look like they'd rather that plane just keep flying and just go all the way back to the States. Y'all can pack my bags at HQ and mail them to me. This episode is sponsored by United. During the running portion, Kyle's fear in having Anissa as a partner is solidified. She is really struggling with the run, and that's the hard part for me with Anissa. I really want her to succeed, and she has the intellect, political strength, and physical strength to do so, it's the endurance. It's that endurance that makes people afraid to be her partner and what gets her voted in to elimination this late in the game, but it's also going to individually make it really challenging for her to win a final. I mean, she hasn't been in a final since the Duel 2, and finals have gotten all kinds of crazy since then. I mean, did you see last episode? It was like fucking Scooby-Doo and the Abominable Snowman, and they were trekking through eight feet of snow. Rogan's frozen corpse is probably still on that mountain somewhere. And also, look at the final six. I mean, Big T is the only one I think Anissa actually has a chance of beating in a final, just because of endurance alone. If the checkpoints do play a really integral part, I think that's where Anissa makes up a lot of ground. But yeah, don't get me wrong, she's a badass competitor, and I want it for her so badly. But she's just got to get that endurance down pat, and then prove to all these losers why she's such a strong challenger. Casey and Leroy crush the challenge, again. <laughs> They've been top three, like the last three challenges, and they're looking real good for this final right now, y'all. I feel like production wouldn't make it this easy for us, although it honestly was this easy when Emily and Polo won like every challenge of Rivals 2. I was so bored by like their 11th win. I'm like, okay, like this is unfair. This is Polo's 98th challenge and Emily is an Amazonian warrior. And so they might as well just hand them a check. Why are they letting everyone else compete? So I'm wondering in these coming eliminations if something's going to give and the partnership is going to shake up. Um, because that's kind of what I'm thinking. I feel like production's been a little sneaky these days, so I feel like we've got some challenges to go. So I would love for Casey and Leroy to stay strong, but I'm not banking on it. In the second heat, Big T is so close to quitting. Like seriously, was about to go full coup d'etat and commandeer control of the plane and just fly it into the ground. 
And Anissa and Kyle put her ass by the door that is open, like Walmart at 4 a.m. on Black Friday open. And this woman is just watching the ground get further and further away. I mean, Big T almost fainted during the trivia challenge, and they were, what, like six feet above the water? Now this woman's being taken off to her death in this tiny little spy plane. I'd be lying if I didn't find this a little hilarious. But Big T steps it up, and she crushes that skydive. I'm so proud of her. Everyone else manages to crush the jump as well. Uh, no one else is particularly scared. I think Nani was traumatized in Rivals 3, and is just, like, kind of numb to it now. Same with CT in Dirty 30. So during the run, Cam and Corey are absolutely crushing it. This is actually a little surprising to me. I mean, Cam's a badass, but I haven't really seen Cam have to put in a solo run since, like, the Vendetta's final. And I mean, she's come a long way. And this is the exact situation that Nani thrives. I mean, she only lost to Laurel in the Free Agents final by nine minutes. And I mean, Laurel's one of just the greatest of all time. But Cam was really crushing her on this run, which really makes me think differently about her chances in the final. Y'all better watch out for my girl. So Nani and Fessy aren't too far behind, but Fessy is needing to like loosely wait for her. But when he took his ass off and Nani was just like so far behind him, I was like, Fessy, you're such a dick. I would be so unhappy if I was running that part and I looked up and my partner was like waving at me from the puzzle board. I'd be like, all right, well, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> this is probably a good time to do some stretches. So CT and Big T are struggling. I mean, CT takes all the way off and Big T's like a mile behind him, which is really saying something because this whole run is literally a mile max. Then this man has the audacity to berate her in front of the other teams once Cam and Corey win, trying to prove that he could do the puzzle very quickly. Everyone did the puzzle quickly. You were memorizing nine colors. You do that in kindergarten. Girl, we know you can do it. There's no need to yell about it in front of everybody. So Cam and Corey and Leroy and Casey are our heat winners. And of the two, Casey and Leroy pull off their fourth win of the season. This really sets the stage for the rest of the episode and honestly sets the tone for the rest of the season. So let's dive in. If Big T's the housewood, I'm definitely going in. Leroy and Casey are not going to put Cam in. Nani is basically a sister to him. So that only leaves me because Amber B is the rogue agent. But I can still save myself if I have everybody vote for Nani. Fessy doesn't know that CT or A whoop his ass. B, CT is a way better player in this game. And C, CT will whoop his ass. This section kicks off with CT apologizing, and I'm just so over his apologies. I get frustrated that he's being such a douche. I mean, he chose Big T again. He could have gone with Amber B, who has really proven herself as an athlete. Ugh, but I digress. So today's party is 80s themed, and wow, it looked like a blast. Politicking-wise, Anissa's trying to see if they can get the numbers for Nani to be the house vote, realizing that if Big T gets the house vote herself, she's just 100% going in. Leroy would never pick Cam or Nani, and Amber B's safe. It honestly is a smart play. I mean, I think you could swing Fessy, Amber B, and maybe even CT and Big T. I mean, making a case that Nani could be easier to beat in an elimination. Then we have our fucking 100th testosterone contest of the season. Testosterone test. I was trying to combine the words there, but I don't think that worked. I think both are in the wrong here. So basically, Fessy and CT pulled up on each other and they were all in each other's faces. Fessy was trying to act like he was being all docile when in reality, he was right up in CT's face. And then CT was getting fired up because what? This 15-year-old is saying he thinks he'd beat you? This is his second season. Also, Fessy, if you're coming, you better come correct. CT's most recent final win was like two years ago. He also beat Corey and Nelson in a final that was basically individual during Invasion. And you really don't think the old cast is stacked? I mean, Derek, Landon, Darrell, bitch please. Then also, <laughs> CT, you're not in the clear here. A, can you stop mentioning Fessy's damn tutu? 
Can you be a raging Neanderthal without bringing gender into this? Clock Fessy because he's being annoying, not because he grossly misinterpreted the 80s theme. B, it just did not need to get that serious. I get you wanting to defend yourself, but... And I also get it's deep in the game, and so you're probably like going a little bit crazy, but... Let's all calm down here. <laughs> so this escalates into these two legitimately almost putting their hands on each other. This late in the game. For what? If I was one of the other dudes in this competition, I'd be in the background of the party like, Fight! 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 Because if Fessy and CT send each other home, bye! Snip snip! Maybe they'll bring Ashley back. With that, let's go into deliberation and voting. You know how it is, Nisa. We have to protect ourselves at this yeah. point. I know Nisa is really upset, but I can't help the fact that I have the relationships I do in this game. Anissa's social game is just a game, whereas my social game is real. During this section, Anissa isn't explicitly saying that she wants Nani to go in, but is mentioning that if Big T is the house vote, then she is basically guaranteed going into elimination, and so just trying to make sure the other competitors are really factoring that into their vote. During this discussion, CT comes forward and says he's voting for himself because he wants to get Big T a skull. I actually took that as a slight against Anissa. If he's publicly stating he's voting for himself, it makes the possibility of Nani and Fessy being the house vote just one more vote out of reach. And don't do your girl Anissa like that. She's the other OG that's left. Like, it's not that hard to be like, Anissa deserves this. And like, Nani, I think you deserve it too. But like, I'm going to be voting for you in the hopes that me and Big T will be the house vote. It's Casey and Leroy. Have y'all met Casey? Y'all think Casey's gonna do something slick? Name the last time Casey's been interesting. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was so shady. But you know what I mean. Then, CT and Kyle have the audacity to really talk down to Anissa. If you don't want Anissa as your partner because of her endurance, fine. But don't be a douche about it. It's the same thing CT did when he left Big T for camp. These are really solid political game moves, and I probably would have done the same in that situation. It's just the execution that's so disrespectful. It's so easy to be like, Anissa, I want what's best for you, and like, I'm really hoping you go into this elimination and win, but like, I don't want you on my team, I don't think our working styles would work well together, I have seen your endurance, you know, like, those kinds of things. Like, tell it to you, like, I want it straight up, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be patronizing. Ugh, yeah, these two have been giving me a headache all season. And I really, I really do like CT and Kyle, y'all. Like, don't, like, I understand I talk a lot of shit, but I feel like they just give me so much material. So, the votes go as planned. Everyone votes for Big T and CT, except for Kyle, who burns his vote on himself because of the blind side that happened, like, three months ago and got him his gold skull against Mustard Boy. But okay. And then Casey and Leroy are in the chamber, and they're so cute, y'all. When they were talking about how they loved each other, you could just see such the authentic support between these two. It really warmed my heart. And then there's no real other tea here as we go into the crater. Kick ass. One of my girls are gonna win. And I'm so happy for that. I'm grateful that it's part of it. And one thing I wanted was a woman of color winning, and there are nothing left but women of color. So my purpose is fulfilled. And it feels incredible, and I was part of it. And I'm so grateful for that. So as we're walking into the crater, we see the game is Fire Escape. Fire Escape. Are you kidding me? This is the one elimination that I think like Anissa just does not have a shot at. And this made me look at production and think like, really? Y'all knew Anissa was going in. Obviously, maybe don't give them a hall brawl if you're trying to protect Big T, but I don't know. Couldn't you have done like Dead Ringer or Asset Destruction? I don't know, something. So for those of you who haven't seen, basically both competitors are hung upside down from a long bar and they're tied by their hands and their feet. Then, using their momentum, they have to kind of shimmy all the way down the bar, touch the opposite end, and shimmy back. There are three obstacles by way of humps on the top of the bars 
that make it harder to get your rope over. Y'all, the eliminations this season are so hard to explain. I'm always like, okay, uh, the one player is like Tarzan, or like, they're gonna be throwing balls into a bingo board. I just, I can't. I miss the days where it was like, they had stick. They ripped stick out of each other's hand. <laughs> Um, but I guess I wasn't releasing content those days, so, you know, you live and you learn. So, the house learns that Big T and CT's wishes were granted, and as we suspected, Leroy and Casey do vote in Anissa and Kyle. This was one of the biggest locks of the season for me. Leroy was never going to turn on Cam, and both him and Casey have a really strong relationship with Nani. I think it's one of the first times that the rogue agent element really changed the outcome of the vote. Amber B would have definitely gone in if she wasn't safe, and that just really changed the dynamic of how everyone had to navigate this deliberation and voting process. So this elimination was tough to watch. Some of the eliminations this season, y'all, are giving me heartburn. From Mechie doing the slide puzzle, to Josh trying to swing around the Dead Ringer contraption, to Tori trying to pull over the creative medicine balls, to Amber M dropping her ball in Hall Brawl, I'm like, oh my god, have any of you ever been? Have any of you even seen the challenge before? Have any of y'all ever seen, I don't know, a rec sport before? Wow, been a long season. Big T crushes it, and not only because Anissa looked like she was snapping in an Eno hammock, but because she was moving really quickly. She overcame the obstacles really quickly, and yeah, she was making great time regardless of who she was up against. I'm glad they kept the longer version with the additional obstacles for the women, because it would have been such a slap in the face if they changed it back. So Big T makes it all the way to the end, and about halfway back, before Anissa even gets over the first obstacle. Anissa's finally starting to make some moves, but unfortunately it's too late, and Big T just sweeps this elimination, earning herself Anissa's gold skull. A quick sidebar, Corey's unequivocal support of Anissa this season, and last, really warms my heart. How much he admires her as a competitor, and a friend, and how fiercely protective he is of her, I just love it all. So, unfortunately, Anissa is knocked out, but when she says she felt she did her duty with five remaining women of color, I teared up. I wish she was one of them, but I am so happy with how this shook out. Five strong, badass women of color left. Did y'all know a black woman has not won since Janelle in Inferno 3? And not only that, but a black woman has never won in the solo or pairs format. Now there's a three-fifth chance of a black woman winning the whole thing. So Cam girl, you know I'm falling for you. Let's get it done! So in this partner swap, Big T decides to stick with CT, which I guess I get. I would honestly maybe switch to a Kyle or a Fessy in her case, but I don't think there are really any wrong choices at this point. I'm just so happy to see Big T win her first elimination. Ever since her epic showdown with Georgia in War of the Worlds 2, I've been waiting for her to get the chance to really show what she can do in the elimination ground. So next week, I really anticipate either a double elimination or maybe over the next two weeks, one men's, one women's. And that's going to be interesting. Right now, I think Cam and Corey, Leroy and Casey, and Fessy and Nani are the teams to beat. These are three strong votes that it's unlikely they'll be going into elimination unless one of the two outlier teams gets power. So if Kyle and CT don't win, it's going to be pretty obvious who the next elimination will be between. We are so close to the final, y'all, but right now let's head into the awards. So for those of you new to the show, I give out four awards at the end of each episode. Worst moment, best moment, quote from the goat, and player of the episode. For me, the worst moment was CT belittling Big T at the challenge. To normalize talking down to your partner that way is just so fucked up. Then you add in the social implications of Big T being a black woman and CT being this veteran, you know, gruff, giant white man just being literally throwing a tantrum. I mean, that was just super not chill. And I get being swept up in the moment competition-wise, but people look up to you. I mean, you are a role model for so many young people watching this show. Yeah, not chill. 
The best moment for me was the five women of color highlighted at the end of the episode. Y'all, when they showed that split screen and Anissa was walking out, I was like, wow. I literally got chills. Like, I'm getting chills describing it again. I, I have nothing else to say there. That was just fucking awesome. The best quote for me was when CT was like, this is why I left you while they were practicing hall brawl and then big t just body slammed him and she was like and that's why you came back i was like oh girl yes i know editing probably exaggerated that but i fucking loved that that was an iconic line for me and that's why you came back tell him big t so the player for the episode of me is anisa she is just such an og and she's right she's paved the way for so many of the current competitors i mean she just has such a strong legacy on the game not just physically but i mean Y'all are lying if you don't live for Anissa's commentary. She has at least one confessional episode where I just burst out laughing. And I'm excited to see that maybe she's coming back. I don't know. I would love for her to just get a win and kind of retire on that win. That would be like my best case, I think, because <laughs> your girl looks tired. But yeah, Anissa, that, you, you had such a strong showing all season, and I am so sad to see you go. But I'm excited for the legacy you've left. And then honorable mention goes to Big T, you know, winning her first elimination, conquering the skydive. Y'all know I love Big T, period. <laughs> and then my other honorable mention actually goes to Leroy and Casey as a team. I mean, they are just such a dynamic duo. Like, Leroy brings out a lot in Casey, which feels like it might be challenging to do. And I think that Casey really, Casey is really complimentary to Leroy's skill set. And together, they're just such a powerful physical duo. Um, and they've proven that they're more than just athletic. Like, they can do puzzles, they can swim. They can do the scary heights challenges. I mean, they have all their bases covered. So they're a team to beat right now. So that's it for today's breakdown. I will be dropping some new All-Stars content soon since the premiere is on Thursday, y'all. I'm so fucking excited. So stay tuned. And as always, take care of yourself. Hopefully we'll see you in the future. All right.